Hello, I'm Caroline Carey. I'm a soul worker and soul doula. I have a deep understanding of the soul's journey from cradle to grave, and I've traveled between the veils of the spirit realms. I've studied the path it evokes, and I've come to understand why the majority of today's problems are rooted in the loss of spirituality. So my work, which is Middle Earth Medicine Ways, empowers people to find what is lost and to reclaim their own circle of strength by embodying their soul. And I do this by holding a space for healing and soul retrieval with shamanic skills, trance and conscious dance. I love creative writing and poetry. Please join me in listening to these wonderful teachers and soul workers, the facilitators and the guides of spiritual and shamanic work. They all have something very important to share and are a great gift to our communities. I've learned a lot from listening to them. I invite you to also. journeyers thank you for joining me today i hope you're enjoying this podcast on soul purpose why would i be choosing to share something of this nature well there's so much to it i find you know purpose is a big word these days we're talking about purpose a lot why because so many people are dissatisfied with their lives that have lost meaning and sense of why they do what they do and so to return to our soul purpose is absolutely vital. For me, I've always known what my purpose was. There was a, an innate sense in me that it was to do with spirituality and shamanism and that it was about helping others to find their purpose. And I did that through dance, through conscious dance, through creativity and the drum journey. For me, those were methods that worked for me, that I really enjoyed, that I received so much from. And so it just seemed the most natural thing for me to do would be to share that with others. Now, I'm not saying this works for everybody, and of course it doesn't. Uh, for some people, they need completely different methods. But if you're like me and you're creative, you're in any way more kinesthetic and, and highly visual, and needing something that inspires your creativity, then it might just be what you need. It's very easy for us to lose a sense of our creative essence, particularly if as children that hasn't been encouraged. If our dreaming world hasn't been encouraged, or our imaginations have been put aside and told, well, that's just not that important, and we've been given some kind of structure and method for living our life that doesn't really work for us. Um, you know, I went to school like everybody else and being a very kinesthetic person, it was very difficult for me to learn and understand the way teachers were teaching me. I needed to, um, I, I actually needed to be doing things to learn how to do them. It wasn't any good somebody telling me what I should do or writing something on the blackboard uh, or reading something to me. It just didn't work for me that way. 
I had to be physical. I had to get off my butt away from the desk and actually do something so that I could then learn how to do it. And for a lot of people, um, kinesthetic learning is the only way. It's a very small percentage of learners, but for me, I needed to feel it. I needed to understand it on a, on a physical level. And then I could, I could create, I could do whatever was being asked of me, pretty much, within reason. Anyway, the shamanic journey has been a really important part of my understanding and my learning process. It's not just by sitting listening to a drumbeat. For me, it's been about movement as well. So I have danced to the beat and that has awakened different parts of my brain waves and allowed me to think on a, a new level, be more conscious about my thinking. That's been a really interesting process for me. And it's where I would get a lot of visuals. It's also where I would feel and sense, my sensing body would wake up and I would understand things. So what is the shamanic journey? Well, it's about listening to a drumbeat or rhythm, could be a rattle, could be any kind of repetitive rhythm. Uh, very important that it's a very monotonous rhythm. It puts us into a trance-like state. Now, usually the beat will be around 205 to 210 beats um, per minute. And that would be the, the usual kind of shamanic journey, but it, it can be different. You know, there's, there's no hard and fast rules around this. Different beats work for different people. I, I personally like that 205, 210 beats per minute. That kind of works for me. Um, sometimes faster though. Sometimes I need it to be a little faster. And it depends what state of mind I'm in myself. So we have that rhythm, that beat, and basically it's like meditating but we relax as much as we can i often say to people don't relax too much because chances are you'll fall asleep and you need some little method that's going to help you stay awake so i i often say don't be too comfortable yeah get comfortable but not too comfortable and if it helps just raise your hand at your side and then if you do fall asleep it'll fall and maybe knock you on your knee or knock you on your nose or something <laughs> that'll that'll wake you up but we do need to stay awake with with the journey and what we're doing is we're we're taking this journey taking the drumbeat into the body and then starting to allow the imagination to lead us through maybe landscapes um, maybe what we call an axis mundi which is to find a place in nature that's familiar to you and imagine yourself going into that place. Now, there is no harm in doing this, that nothing can hurt you. You're not going to get lost in there or anything like that, um, but it is useful if it's a place that you know, that you can sense and yeah, maybe you, you know the smell of it or the feeling of it on your skin and you just take yourself there. And in your imagination, now the imagination is a portal to the spirit world. And as we awaken that part of our mind or the, the rhythm actually enables us to awaken that part of the mind. And this is a scientific fact that that kind of, that kind of beat, that rhythm, that monotonous sound will start to activate the theta brain waves. And once that happens, that helps to awaken the imagination. So that takes us to that portal, that spiritual portal 
that allows us to see in a slightly different way. So what do you need to do if you want to go on a shamanic journey? Well, find yourself somewhere to sit or lie down. If you want to cover your eyes, that's a, a good idea to be in the dark and to not have anything that could distract you. So make sure if there's anybody else in the house, they know that you need some privacy for a while and um, that the phones are switched off, computer is switched off. And so you just relax, take some deep breaths. Now, if you're drumming yourself, then you need to be aware of where you are with that and how to manage that for yourself. Or you might be listening to a recording and either of these ways are great, whatever's right for you. Listening to the recording, uh, you need to know how long it's going to be and what length of time. And also, I suggest that you have an intention for your journey. Now, you write down your intention in a journal, piece of paper. My intention for this journey is possibly to visit a particular landscape or to find out some information. Um, maybe there is something that you want to understand on a deeper level. Maybe there is a question that you want to ask. Maybe you'd like to find out if you have a power animal and you'd like to find out what that is. So let's work with that one today. I think that's a really good um, journey to take is to start to seek a power animal. So what is a power animal? Well, it's an animal from the spirit world and these are ordinary animals and beings. Sometimes they can be mythological generally they are an animal or a bird, furred, feathered, wind beings and they are very particular to you. They're like spirit helpers. Now I have quite a menagerie. I've always had lots of animals around me growing up as a child. There was always animals there but I had a lot of imaginary friends too and some of those were, were my animal friends and I've held on to some of those connections throughout my life which has been really lovely and uh, they're, they're very special to me. So one in particular is the horse and when I came to make my own drum I always said that when I made my own, my, literally made my own drum it would be a, a horse drum. It would be made from the skin of a horse. Now I needed to know where that horse came from, that it had died naturally and that um, it was it would be very special to me. It would journey with me. It'd be my traveling companion, my journeying companion. And so eventually I made my own drum from a horse skin of a, an old mare who lived in Devon. And she died a natural death, died of old age, just as my own old horse Ruby had died. And she had died with her head in my arms. And that was one of the reasons that uh, it was very important to me to, to have horse medicine at my fingertips in my hands and also for it to meet with the spirit of horse which was one of my most powerful spirit guides so it's it's a very personal thing for everybody to find the the spirit guide that is theirs the power animal that is theirs so if you want to go on this journey now and find your own power animal I suggest that you do that very thing of finding yourself a quiet space. Now, you might want to switch off the podcast for a moment while you sort yourself out and get that comfy place and make sure you've got privacy. You might like to turn out the lights. 
and then that you can turn this back on again. So this is an introduction to finding our spirit animal, our guide for the lower world and beyond. And so you'll be listening to the drum beat. Cover your eyes if you wish to and make sure that you're comfortable but not too comfortable and that you have privacy for the next 10 minutes. You might like to begin by writing in your journal or on a piece of paper your intention for this journey. So you might write something like, I am going to visit the lower world in order to meet with my power animal or my spirit guide. Once you've done that, get comfortable and surrender. Just let go of the thinking mind, focus on your body, your heart, your breathing, and take a moment to journey to that lower world by taking yourself into your axis mundi. So it's a place in nature, somewhere that you already know, a place that helps you to enter into that lower world, that, that particular landscape that the, you're journeying to. It could be anything. It could be a cave. It could be a rabbit hole. It could be a lake. Somewhere that you've been to that you have a visceral feeling around. As we begin the journey, take yourself there. Listen to the drumbeat. Take it into your body. Remembering this innate part of yourself. And reminding yourself of your intention as we begin. Listen to the drumbeat, follow your imagination, this portal to the spirit world, and ask for guidance, ask to see the power animal that is yours.
as we receive that call back and we come back to the here and now, take a moment to write down anything that you saw, anything you sensed, felt or heard. Write it down in your journal or on your piece of paper. Even if it seems obscure or a little strange, write it down anyway. Take a few minutes to ponder on it. And then it's up to you to translate this in a way that works for you, some way of understanding it in your life today, even if it does seem a little strange. We have to interpret it in a way that's going to serve us. And take a moment to embody that, to feel it in your body. You might have actually experienced feeling like that animal. You might have experienced just seeing it, or communicating with it. Whatever it is, make a note of it and embrace that. Feel it in your body. You might like to get up and have a little shake. You might want to move around a little. Whatever helps you to ground the energy from this and to bring it, bring it closer to your heart, bring it closer to an understanding of where you've just been and how that might be useful for you at any time in your life that you want to gather some information. You might want to ask your power animal questions. Uh, you might want some answers for your own particular journey. You might simply want to build a relationship with this being that you can connect with whenever you need to. Our spirit guides are always there for us, but they won't just suddenly appear they always need to be asked for. We always need to communicate with them and ask for what we need. And so your spirit guide is there for you. And if you found that this journey wasn't quite long enough, that you need more time, then you might like to consider joining us on our uh, courses. You might like to use the online drum journey course on my website. Um, you can sign into that and there's lots of techniques there to support you. I have various SoundCloud recordings that you can listen to also and do longer journeys with. Whatever way works for you, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you got what you needed from it for this bit of time. And do be in touch with me, caroline at middleearthmedicine.com, if you'd like any more information or if you'd simply like to share your journey with me. I love to hear from others. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening right to the end. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And remember, you can be in touch with myself or this speaker. My website is middleearthmedicine.com. We have a wonderful membership platform that you can join for just £5 a month. And we have lots of recordings and interesting information that we can share with you there, plus meeting online with regular groups. You can also find the details of our speaker, in the box below with their links, their websites, and a little bit of information about them. Thank you for joining me and being part of this Middle Earth Medicine community. I hope you'll listen to our next show. Please follow, share, like, whatever you can do to help this community to grow. We really appreciate you. Thank you.